down. This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Key Sparkling Water. Uh, guys, this this stuff's the real deal. They're coming out with new flavors. I don't know if I'm allowed to disclose what the flavors are, but we've also made significant headway on making sure that Brownie gets some product. So, uh, Brownie, you should be getting product somewhat soon. Shout out to you. Shout out to my brain for writing down your address in my journal that you call it. But Key Sparkling Water, I guys, essentially... It, it, it's really, really good shit. Normally when you have like a seltzer or sparkling water, it's all fucking bubbly and you feel like, I don't know, like 30 pounds heavier. But with this stuff, there's really not that much bloating that happens afterwards. So it's good for the summer. It's good for the beach. It's good for the boat. Uh, it's a great mixer for any sort of uh, alcoholic beverage if you want to. And honestly, you don't even really need the booze because it just tastes good. Um, it's Key Sparkling Water, guys. Head on over to their website. Use promo code TMS24 and that'll save you 20% off. That's Key Sparkling Water dot com uh you can also find it on amazon and if you're in the saratoga area or the capital district you can find that burger fi franklin market fat Polly's, the sub and or strip club capital roots that's key sparkling water phone wallet and key Welcome to the Morning Skate, episode 314. Your host, Ked, here, joined by my co-host, Brownie. We're doing this late Thursday night. I think the Rangers are on soon. They're on their West Coast trip, so probably turn that on after uh, after we do the pod. But what's going on, buddy? How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I believe the – I'm trying to look right now. I think the Bruins have won over Colorado. Yep, they won. It's official. The Bruins got the dub over Colorado at home. Uh, of two goals – uh, I forget who scored early, but anyways, good win. Nathan McKinnon's a beast. I'm doing well. Uh, did you mention a strip club in your ad read? Yeah, just because I uh, remember we talked about like that could be what Fat Polly's was. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said that. Why did okay. you go to strip club this week? No, I just heard that and I'm like, wait a minute, did I imagine that or did Fat Polly's become a strip club? Because that would be fantastic. I'd want a shirt from Fat Polly's strip club. They should just uh, put a little like warehouse out back and just turn into a strip club behind the deli. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, a good name for a deli too, though. So yeah, shout out to them. No, I'm good. I'm good, buddy. I'm uh, I'm on fumes. I'm tired. We're going to bed as soon as this is over. And uh, this uh, back, back working's really tiring me out. <laughs> it'll it'll do well i'm glad that you're back working yeah, um I, the most recent facebook update i think we're up to 8.6 or 8.7 thousand followers we're having some fucking things just take off you did i put a thought in your idea or, or thought in your idea thought in yeah your idea? yeah we could talk about it afterwards but i figured out why i can't access the facebook it's somehow i have limited access now it changed and we keep browning around because if we got rid of him that would be called ageism and we cannot do that so <laughs> uh so yeah dude i i had uh right, today right off. that one dude working nights kind of sucks because i feel like you spend half the day in bed i woke up at like two o'clock today went to the gym and then i watched the new hunger games movie Have you ever gotten to those wait there's a new hunger games movie yeah there's a new hunger games jennifer movie. Lawrence? no not jennifer that's exactly what i asked uh no there's no jennifer lawrence anymore and it, dude this movie was pretty crazy because it's essentially like how like the Hunger Games. You you find out how oh, the Hunger Games it's like started. A prequel. It's a prequel. 
I think so. I haven't yeah, seen any of the other ones. Four. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of got tossed into this. Um, so I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I okay. just want to, I just want to let you know, actually, I, I honestly don't give a fuck, dude. If you, I if you have like a Venn diagram of people that listen to our podcast and people that are gonna watch the hunger games are two distinct separate circles. Yes. A hundred percent. So what I'm going to try to tell you is, is this, it's a long movie. It's a very long movie. And for 80% of the movie, the main character, you think he's just like a really, really good dude. And then all of a sudden at the end, you find out he's an asshole. It, it was, it was kind of crazy. Like I was, probably like it was like an 8.6 up until about the 80 percent mark and then i was just like what the fuck is going on i almost felt like i was dreaming i was (laughs) like what happened in this movie and then it dropped down to a 7.1 but then when they really went full heel it went back up so i I think i'm gonna grade like an 8.3 i've never seen any of the hunger games before so So i read the books the hunger games which were excellent when they came out and then i saw the movies which were good because jennifer lawrence is a good actress and um yeah that's why (laughs) um and uh, yeah, I, I didn't even know there was a new Hunger Games. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah, there's a new Hunger Games. And then tomorrow I'm off, so I'm actually going to head over to Key Sparkling Water headquarters. I'm going to work on some morning skate stuff H-Q. over there for a little bit. Yep, uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to be having a package in the mail coming to you relatively nice. soon too. So. Very happy with that. Again, shout out, shout out to my planner for making that happen. Your diary. Um, I think uh, <laughs> if they really want to lean into the hockey thing, they should do like, uh, like, um flavors like based on disgusting hockey stuff like sweaty jersey you know what i mean just to be funny sweaty yeah jersey. because when because when you're in the grocery store and you want to get some seltzer some sparkling water the one that really fucking gets you torqued up is one that's called sweaty you jersey you don't think people would start talking about it sweaty are talking about it. i don't I think rough, very few rough people smelling would drink beer, it. you know stuff like that it'd be funny hey i'm yeah. here to help the marketing department <laughs> yeah, you're here to help yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. This is a hockey podcast, so let's let's just, you know, let's kind of get into our uh, Mia Culpa to see what we fucked up last week. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Ked and Brownie. I so, also have, I have a Mia Culpa uh, immediately I because I wanted to mention this before the Mia Culpas. If you guys are listening to the podcast, you listen to the weekly podcast, we've had quite a bit of interviews, and I just kind of want to get some shine on that. We had the Johnny... Uh, Last from one. yep from rangers he came on that was pretty cool to talk rags with him and then we had the great wall of gwyneth which i think is like the coolest thing ever they need to put that on a t-shirt you're talking marketing the sweaty jersey seltzer sounds awful or sparkling water but the great wall of gwyneth is unreal gwyneth, gwyneth phillips, phillips. Yeah, yep. yep and then we also had to wait, 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 wait before we go to peeler gwyneth phillips not only came on she came on the day before the bean pot and then went out and that beauty posted a shutout to put him into the finals of the TD Garden, so it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. And then Tim Peeler, which was, how do I say this? I knew it was going to be a good interview, mm-hmm. but I had no idea it was going to be a fucking awesome interview. Yeah, no, it was, it, dude. It was pretty cool to sit down. Like he just really enjoyed talking hockey. Like he he would be a guy that I'd want to hang out with at the bar and have a few beers and be like, and okay, watch a then. game with. Wouldn't that yeah. be great? Yeah, so, I wish we could bring him on because, it, like, if anything player safety happened, like, okay, this just is just reach out to him. Idea. I think idea. we could just send him a message, be like, "Hey, we're we, yeah, but we should make a segment where it's called Peel, Peelers Player Safety, He's gonna which get is paid. which is like the accurate thing that the NHL should do. He's gonna want to get to suspension. Would that? I don't, know, I don't know why he doesn't do that. Like, he I, should do that. So it was funny tonight during the Bruins game. Um, DeBrusque had a goal, and it was questionable if it was offsides, and. Um, Colorado challenged, mm-hmm. 
I thought it kind of was offsides. I mean, he he had the puck. He was dragging it behind him. He had possession, maybe, but it wasn't like he was stick handling. He was just kind of dragging. So I, it was very, it was questionable. With the Marty Walsh effect, huh? Yeah, right. So he it got called a good goal, and they showed Montgomery on the bench, and he's like, "Whoa!" Like he was surprised. Okay. All I could think was the interview with Peel. The refs were over there, and you could see them talking, and they were. They weren't doing dick. It was all Toronto's call. We found out, yeah. which, you know, I just thought that was, it's a, it's a different perspective now I have in watching the replay. Yeah. So, so if, uh, yeah, if you haven't listened to those interviews, definitely check them out. If you want to learn about the Rangers, you want to learn about being an elite goaltender, or if you want to learn about what it was like to ref in the NHL, there you go. This is the morning skate difference. That's what we do. So meal club is rising. Take it away, buddy. So we didn't, I don't know if we had any fuck ups really. I got into a, a deep dive on the teddy bear toss. So, uh, I mean, may or may not have partaken before doing my research. So, what it, so let's, let's talk about how this went. You went partaken to Googling perhaps Teddy Grahams or something <laughs> no, along those no, lines. No, no. And then you're no, like, teddy bear, like, teddy bear toss. I was like, Oh, let me just, let me look at this teddy bear toss thing. And Next thing you know, it was videos and Wikipedia pages and interviews. And I, yeah, I went deep dive. So anyways, all our mea culpas are about the teddy bear toss. The teddy bear toss was first done by the Kamloops Blazers in the Western on uh, December 5th, 1993, when uh, two-time cup winner Brad Lukowicz scored the first goal, prompting fans to throw more than 2,400 bears on the ice. This Brad, is pretty small. So uh, just to prove that I am his number one fan, that is the team that Jerome McGinley played for in the there WHL. Yep. So, yeah. uh, the idea of the teddy bear toss was the brainchild of the marketing director, Don Larson, and spread quickly through the CHL and has now been in play in virtually every league in the world except for one, the National Hockey League. That's we should gone. get him on the podcast to talk I about I was it. trying to find him, yeah. I'm gonna that would be him. cool, and then we can ask him what he thinks about sweaty jersey sparkling water <laughs> uh wait that's gonna catch on um so according to uh this guy larson he was sitting at home when a truck went by his house and a teddy bear fell off a shelf it rattled the house and gave him the idea he then had to sell the idea to bob brown who was the blazers management at the time who once he signed off they then had to convince league brass rick dorkson who was the WHL vice president who said, let's give it a shot. And the rest is history. All right. Let's pretend that the NHL did this. What problems would arise from this? Cause everybody's not happy nowadays. So do you think that there'd be people that were like, why are they teddy bears and not teddy pandas? Like, do you think well, that would oh, happen? Oh, I see or like, do you think do, there'd be any, I think if they said, Hey, we're going to do this for charity and all these kids are all these teddy bears going to kids in the hospital. There it is. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if people would be pissed about that because you'd probably have some people that are like, what about the kids who aren't in the hospitals? Those people are just fucking assholes. <laughs> the, uh, so in 2014, the phenomenon made it to Melbourne, Australia at a game at the Medibank Ice House and also has made it to other sports around the world with teddy bear toss nights in Liga Basketball, which is Italian basketball, the Newcastle Jets, Australian soccer. Oh, boy. And Basictus HC, which is Turkish football, all raising funds for charity with the tosses. Uh, the Hershey's ba the Hershey Bears held the record uh, from January 29th, uh, 2023, when they correct when they collected over sixty seven thousand stuffies until they beat it this year with seventy four thousand five hundred ninety nine. And why someone on staff didn't just toss one more in to make it an even seventy five thousand? My question is. 
<laughs> how much do you pay the guy who's counting all those fucking things? Like, it's not like it's money that are like, you know, when you go to a bank and you take money out, they have like those machines where it's like, da, 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 da. okay, oh, that's $200. No. Like, that's a, that's the right. It's the right guy. One dude there literally counting. Employee. That guy's oh, making that poor fuck. 16 50 an hour. <laughs> <That is the laughs> worst. Yeah. But hey, milk that shit. Count those bears, you know? So that was really, we didn't really have mea culpas. We just had that. So, you know, you know how I've talked about that uh, Safi kid that I work with? Yeah, yeah. And how like he had he has a different outlook on the world being from Algeria and shit. Mm -hmm. Somebody brought up a really good point um, at work. Did you ask him about the teddy bears? No, just somebody brought it's going to tie. Just give me a second. Somebody brought up a good point at work where like he says stuff and we just believe whatever he says. Yeah. And like there's no fact checking. Like it's like, oh, yeah, if Safi's saying he's from Algeria, it must be true. Did they really count these teddy bears, or do you think that we're just kind of putting a number down? So, do you think they put that number down and they said, "Oh, no one else, everybody thinks we counted because it's such an exact number"? Maybe that's what I'm saying. Dude. Maybe you think how long? How long would it take you to count that many yeah. bears? I don't know. Are the bears uniform in size, or is someone throwing like a man-sized teddy bear over the top? Well, if you're counting bears, one. Two, it's pretty much you're counting each bear a second, and that's without taking breaks. So no, how it's quicker than that. I mean, you're like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. I mean, you know what I mean? You're counting pretty quickly, I'd imagine. I wonder how long it took. I don't know. Maybe, uh, uh see, listen, we can ask this guy, Don Larson, and he tells us how long it took them to count the original 2400. We can extrapolate it out to figure out how long it takes. Counting and it could be a whole hard. crew of people doing it. I don't do you know. think at okay? Here's one: they they're counting, they're counting, they're counting. They lose count. Do they start over? They're like, oh, Fuck it. "There's no. no way that's a real count. No way." Yeah. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> and you want to know what? They probably kept it short of seventy five thousand specifically for that. So be like, "Hey, they're going to catch on to us." Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Either way, I mean, it's all in good fun. I mean, I, I, how long does it delay the game though? It's got to delay the game for like twenty minutes, right? Real time. The, I, I have no idea. And there's got to be, what if one's a leaky one, a leaky stuffed bear, and then that shit's all over the ice? I don't, I don't know. know. What's in, what's inside teddy bears? Cocaine? I have no idea. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's how they do it fast. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> all right, so no mea culpas. No, that was stuff. it. I got into that wormhole, and that was that. All right, and show the news, man. All right, NHL news time. We're start with the NHL stars of the week. Elias Pettersson, Vancouver. He had six goals, four assists, ten points in five games played. Vancouver went four zero and one within that time. Uh, Blake Coleman, Calgary Flames, five goals, three assists, eight points in five games played. Calgary went three one and one. And then your participation twenty twenty four award <laughs> of the year goes to Alex Georgiev. He might have went four and one in five games played, but he had an eight ninety three save percentage. So yeah, that, I was like, you you couldn't find someone better than that it's the world we live in brownie yeah it's i guess like there you you tell me there's not a defenseman on there that had like eight blocks in five games you know through 15 <laughs> checks you know what i mean but, yeah but they never get praised for that hmm. um thanks for your support question mark espn has confirmed that it is removing nhl games from on demand espn plus after 30 days it will no longer be possible in any way to legally watch an nhl game that is more than a month old if you are in the united states analytics scouting and media rely on this availability so i didn't think this was a big deal but then i was reading about it a little bit more 
And I guess a lot of the analytics community, like a team analytic guy, doesn't have access to every other team's games. They rely on stuff like this. Or a life, but yeah, you're right. Well, that's their job, man. Yeah. Um, thanks, ESPN. <laughs> uh, LA Kings, Drew Doughty became the second Kings defenseman to score 150 goals. Rob Blake has 161. That leads that franchise. Doughty's a franchise leader for assistant points amongst uh, Kings defenseman is now ninth in points overall for all players. Pretty good, pretty good career. We've always talked about this guy. He gets a lot of hate. I don't really know why. I want him on my team, but oh my god, yeah. So I would still, I'd still say he's a top ten defenseman in the league. I bet. I would agree. Um, hide your kids, hide your wife. Crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Evander Kane, his ex-wife. He had his ex-wife removed from the game at Detroit because being by being at a game, she violated the restraining order. She posted all over Instagram too. Talk about first team all stupid. Instagram like live walking out, like yeah. good lord. History is on his side as she allegedly faked pregnancy and wore a padded shirt to sell it. Um, I guess she went all in on that. Uh yeah, the yeah, uh, so video ed her entire no, that was i don't know that's videoed like video oh, her entire okay. removal from the marina <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that extra hyphen is uh tough for the dad to get full custody but kane has it for his children that i think true. that's the biggest teller of the whole thing is that he has full custody that's not something that's getting handed <clears throat> out easily to the father i would agree with that i would say him having a lot of money probably something to do with that but well, I don't she's and she would get alimony so that's exactly. you know um, more Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers set a new franchise record with an 11-game win streak. Some stats for the run. 43 goals for, 19 goals against, uh, 90.6 on the uh, penalty kill with a 938 save percentage and seven comeback wins. Kenton is, like, drooling. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. Um, more Edmonton from the Is This Good file. Conor McDavid, age 27. Uh, five-time league leader in points. Three-time league MVP. One time 60 goal score, fifth fastest player to 900 career points, six time 100 point seasons, seven time NHL All Star, World Junior Gold Medal, and he's the youngest captain in NHL history. Hmm. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, like uh, everyone's trying to discredit this guy. Like, he's not playing well and he dry sidle does all the hefty lifting. And it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, he's on, he plays a, he's on a different level. We say that yeah. every um vancouver performer yeah bruce boudron tsn somebody in the vancouver organization tried to make me make quinn hughes a center last year i wish he had said i wish he had said who so he's getting a lot of slack for that and i understand quinn hughes is like an incredible defenseman but like i think he would still also work as a centerman don't you think well he's gonna go from a top pair defenseman to a third line center most likely He's going to be, so. a, well, I don't know. I don't know if his offensive upside, but most likely he's going to be a defensive guy. Well, you think about it, he's going to be defensively responsible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's going to be a third-line defensive center. He's, yeah, but he's going to have the puck a lot more. He's really good with the puck. He has really good vision. I know he's, there's a lot of hate on it, but if it were to happen, I don't think that he would fail. No, they should have made Eric Carlson a wing years ago. So, <laughs> uh, Okay, just for the Buffalo Sabres fans out there, the <laughs> Buffalo traded Phillips Setterquist to Montreal for future considerations. Man, it's a transaction. We got to report it. It is. Uh, Colorado, per Frank Zaravelli, Gabriel Landeskog returned to practice with the Avs, and GM Chris McFarland says Landeskog is indeed a possibility for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Hmm. 
the hmm. day after the regular season ends. Hey, mm-hmm. listen, it, it's the NHL's fault for having that loophole. And if yeah. you exploit it, exploit it if you can, you know. Especially if your game's your goalie. <laughs> uh, Mark Colorado and Nathan McKinnon tied the Avalanche Nordiques franchise record for the longest home points uh, streak at any point in the season. 23 games played. It's pretty good. Yep. And Valerie Nishkuchin has entered the player assistant program. And as a statement, he said that he wanted to address my issues and prevent any negative outcomes once and for all. Earlier this year, we were talking about Chris Kreider and his power play goals. And Nishkuchin, ah, boy, Nishkuchin. Oh, now it's in my head. Um, he was leading the league in power play goals there for a little bit. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be quite the... some, some mental issues, I believe. I, I, I'm not 100% on that. So don't, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Well, you're seeing it more and more where these players are having problems and they're doing what they can to fix it. So let's well, you remember what right? Corey Crawford said? Corey Crawford said, don't do this. Scott Darling. Oh, eh, I was close. There you go. Uh, Chicago, they re-signed Nick Felino to a two-year extension at $4.5 million. Uh, Tim Peel's favorite player, one of them. Yep. And also re-up Jason Dickinson to a two-year extension at four point two five. I see Jason Dickinson a lot on the Blackhawks whenever there's highlights and shit. I don't know much about him, but he seems to be a dude who like keeps popping up over and over. Well, what's over. funny is with these two deals side by side, Nick Felino's I mean, there's no way around it. It's the end of his career, right? Mm-hmm. Still a great guy, still, you know, locker room guy, you know, great for Bedard, I'm sure. But in light of Nick Felino's deal, Jason Dickinson's deal looks like a steal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I give you that. Um Vegas. Uh, I'm trying to look up something because you have Owen Tippy here in a second, but I fucking lost it. Never mind. So Vegas, Jack Eichel is out week to week after undergoing lower body surgery. Hopefully he gets well soon. Nobody I has couldn't, any idea. Couldn't find out what anything more than that. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury passed Patrick Wan is now solely in second place all time with 552 wings. Fleury did it in style with a six nothing shutout versus the Islanders. So we're doing these player profiles that we started doing. Ken's doing an unbelievable job where we're going to yep. start highlighting guys in the late oh, 90s see early thousands. on the list, by the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> big time. What I wanted to bring up is, so I was trying to do some research on quotes and shit. It's hard to find quotes about people. By the way, it's oh, you find their own quotes, right? No, I try to find like a teammate's quote. About no, no, that. no, I understand what you're trying to find, but if you type in Mark Andre Fleury quote, it's going to be him talking. Yes, what yes. if you did like a search, like you'd have to pick a specific person, like Sidney Crosby quote mm-hmm. Mark Andre Fleury? Yeah, so I've been, tr- I've, been tr- I've been trying to do that, but yeah. the reason I bring it up is because I got to Patrick Watt and I was trying to find Patrick Watt quotes, and I found oh, this one quote that was awesome. Well, the Berner one, but I had originally found one. Uh, Jeremy Roenick uh, was talking about how he scored a big goal on Patrick Wabat. I think it was in the playoffs. And he's like, yeah, you should ask him where his jock is. It's pretty much in the corner. And Patrick Wabat came back and said, yeah, I can't hear Jeremy right now because mm. I have my two Stanley Cup rings in my ears. That's right. That's right. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wabat was really great with that about chirping back and forth. He was mm-hmm. one of those fiery guys that would always, always fire back. I agree. Yeah. Um. More Minnesota, Jared Spurgeon is having season-ending back and hip surgery. That sounds yeah. fucking awful. Uh, he's missed 27 out of 43 games this season due to injuries. They're going to get a little relief on the cap, but losing their cap, then that's pretty tough go yeah. for them. Yeah. But, I mean, he's missed, you know, a good chunk already. But, yeah, that's tough. You hate to see anyone have to fight that, especially with a double – it sounds like a double surgery type of deal. I'm trying to find this before we do it because a tort had a fucking cool quote about Owen Tippett today, but 
Okay, here it is. So, uh, first off, Owen Tippett set a new fastest skater speed this season when he hit 24.21 miles an hour at the end of overtime in a win versus Minnesota. To put that speed in context, wide receiver DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks hit 22 miles an hour early this season on a touchdown catch. So, guy out there flying. More on think Owen about Tippett. how fast. I mean, that's fast, right? Both are fast. But one was on skates and one was mm-hmm. just running. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. Uh, John Tortorella on Owen Tippett. He has a chance – and I don't know where it goes. He has a chance to be a really good player in this league. He's kind of all over the place away from the puck, and I try to balance uh, that with teaching that part of the game without taking away from his offense. So I think the Flyers, they have a good one in Owen Tippett. I think so, too. He He's a bit – I understand what Torts is saying. He's a bit like – um, how would I describe it? He's a bit like a Jack Russell Terrier. Like, da-da, you know what I mean? He seems like he has, like, boundless energy. Mm-hmm. You know. I would agree with that. So. But, I mean, good for them, especially yeah, sure. after the cutter Gochi situation. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, he tried to explain his wanting out of the Flyers organization. It wasn't one specific reason why I asked for a trade. It was multiple reoccurring issues that I'd seen over the past year and a half, two years of being under the Flyers organization. Kind of hit me all at once, thinking I can't move forward with this, and I really need to step up for myself to see what's best for my future, and that's what I did. Uh, pussy out on this kid. Hate him. Right, keep going. Uh, newly acquired Jamie Drysdale upon being awarded the dog head mask because, of course, that's what the Flyers do after the team select a player of the game. I barked a few times. That was a first. So good for this kid. It Have seems you like, you know, they took him thing in. that they do? I haven't. It's a German Shepherd, like, rubber mask, like a horse head type deal. It's the weirdest thing to have as a – but, I mean, it's nothing – I mean, that's, like, the most Flyers thing ever. I would bet my life that John Tortorella owns German Shepherds. Yeah, I think he's a horse guy too, isn't he? Yeah, we he should get thrown by up. a horse one day and walked in limping or something. Yeah, yeah, or he had a he black eye or he something. Kicked. He got kicked. He had a black eye. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, the PWHL three stars of the week: Marie Philip Blon for Montreal, three goals for uh, for three points in two games played. Hat trick against New York City. Ella Shelton, New York City, one goal, four assists for five points in two games played. And Taylor. Ice, uh, two goals, one assist, three points, and two games played. I've seen a lot of her highlights. She's been buzzing. She's buzzing, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, you know who's not buzzing? You took the words right out of my mouth. Dude. <laughs> Trevor Zegers suffered a broken ankle and will have surgery that will keep him out six to eight weeks. In the same game, Pavel, come on, man, Pavel. <laughs> Min- I didn't make up his name. You off, Mint. Yeah, I think so. You off, yeah. Uh, suffered a separated shoulder, be out approximately six weeks himself. That's crazy. Separated shoulder six weeks and a broken ankle six weeks with surgery. Do you want to know something though? In the long run, you're probably better off with a breaking broken. Ugh, Jesus Christ, talk much. You're probably better off breaking your ankle than you are separating your shoulder. I see. I didn't think that's where you're going to go with it. I thought you were going to say it's better to break your ankle than to sprain your ankle. And that I was going to ask you, I was gonna ask also- you how many times that's been said in the history oh, of the world. Millions of times. Millions. But I, but a, but a separated shoulder, because it's not broken, it's the same theory. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, probably millions of times just from one person. Because if you've ever like, met somebody who sprained their ankle, that's the first thing that they say. <laughs> it's like someone who goes to Harvard. They go around to everybody. Or just cross it. They yeah. went to Harvard. Yeah. Uh, the IIHF. Uh, the U.S. 18 team under head coach Liz Keedy Norn beat Czechia for gold in the women's world in the bronze game. Canada defeated Finland. Um, and Have you seen this kid's stats like laid out like this? It's pretty good. Macklin Celebrini uh, led Team Canada in points at the World Junior Championship as leading Boston University in goals. I wonder what that means. Uh, assists and points as a freshman. He was named USHL. 
I just got a pop-up on my computer that said your disk is almost full. Save space by optimizing storage. That doesn't sound great. Macronini um, is dominating your computer. Yeah, dude. I guess that's what just happened. He was named USHL Rookie of the Year and Player of the Year in 2022-23 and plays alongside his brother Aiden, Vancouver pick at BU. San Jose holds the first pick in the draft. He's got to be the first pick overall. I mean, it just sucks. As of right gonna, now. It just, it just sucks that he's going to go to – isn't Quinn the coach in San Jose? Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not who you want there. Uh, oh, all right, your your favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Head coach Sheldon Keefe said that the Nylander line didn't have one good shift in a loss against Colorado Saturday night. The Leafs were up three nothing before losing five to three. After the game, Keefe had this to say: "When McKinnon's line gets out there with McCarr and Taves, the caliber of play is not the NHL. That's another league." Nylander wasn't alone in the blame shares. The Leafs core four put on quite the display in front of the hometown fans. Nylander. None of these guys had points. So right. Nylander had 23 uh, minutes of time on ice with four shots on goal and an even rating. Sometimes you get shot down. At least you put pucks on that. Um, okay. Keep going. Your favorite player in the league, Austin Matthews, 21 minutes, 12 seconds, had one shot on goal and minus three rating. Not great. Thanks Marner, for showing up. Marner had 22 minutes with two shots on goal and a minus one rating. Tavares, 15 minutes on ice, zero shots, minus two rating. Seems like $40 million well spent. Good, good call out there, Brownie. So hold on for a second, because there was another quote by Keith that we were talking about before we started recording. Uh, this is his because Mitch Marner's been getting some heat for saying how great they've been playing while they're getting their teeth kicked in on a nightly basis. And they're like, how toned that for you? Because the TSN's all over him. And uh, this is per bar down. Uh, Sheldon Keith on his concerns with the Leafs lineup. 42 games in, I still have a lot of questions, quite honestly, about who is going to go out and about who's going to go out and we can say for certain is going to get the job done for us. I mean, come on. How not only is the team just a shit show with the way they allocate their funds, this coach doesn't want this job. There's, (laughs) he doesn't want this job. He wants out. I think he wants to get fired because he's probably got two more years left at a big number. Yeah, they say his hair was brown before he started coaching there. Uh, hey, but Austin, good news. Austin Matthews' buddy designed the worst all-star jerseys in history. But so bad. Austin Matthews ties Ron Ellis for fourth on the Toronto all-time goal scoring list. In case you're wondering, Ellis was on the 1967 Leafs team that won a Stanley Cup. And Mitch Marner became the fastest player in team history to reach 600 career points when he did it in 548 games played, beating Daryl Sittler 584 games played. Nothing says Leafs more than celebrating individual goals instead of team goals, dude. I love sliding those in on you. <laughs> but that's what I think, they do. All they're doing I, is talking about how great these guys are individually. Meanwhile, the team's doing nothing. And you saw the compete level with that fucking highlight from Austin Matthews going, oh, go ahead, Connor. I'm not going to hurt you at all. Just yeah. fuck him. Oh, they make me so mad. I think if you went to therapy, that would be the first thing that they would want to talk to you about. Listen, I got a pretty good life. If the the biggest issue in my world is how much the Leafs bother me. I could not agree more. (laughs) Um, Tyler Ennis is announced his retirement after spending the last two seasons in the Swiss League and in Germany. He was drafted in the first round, 26 overall from Buffalo out of the WHL. Over 13 seasons split among Buffalo, Minnesota, Toronto, two times in Ottawa and Edmonton. The right winger put up a stat line of 144 goals, 202 assists, 346 points, with 224 pims and 700 games played. Ennis also captured gold on the 2009 World Junior Champions, where he had three goals, four assists, seven points, and six games played. I always liked Tyler Ennis. Tough, smaller on the, on the small size, wasn't afraid of anything, and went to the dirty areas. I was I was kind of eh. 
Probably because he was on Buffalo. Yeah, but he he was always a scrapper for them. Yeah, always always gave it his all. Skated hard every shift. So. Speaking of another, uh, Cody Hodgson has signed a PTO with the Milwaukee Admirals and is planning a comeback. The 33-year-old last played for the Admirals in 2015-2016 after logging 328 games played in the NHL with Vancouver, Buffalo, and Nashville, putting up 64 goals, 78 assists for 142 points over seven seasons. Call it the Terry Ryan effect. People are coming back. Stay tuned for three stars. Well, we also have Terry Ryan himself coming up. Well, not him, but uh, uh, story. <laughs> yep. So NHL All-Star fan voting added five more players. Jeremy Swayman, of course, he's listed first. Sergey Bobrovsky, Kale McCarr, well, Leon Dreisaitl, and Alex Georgiev, which is insane. Uh, are these the worst-looking sweaters in hockey history? Yeah. They're horrible. Did you see the back? I just think it's funny that people are using, like, Doritos bags and, uh, like, sandwich, like, uh, they condiments. Look like rock and rocks. Yeah. But the back has a black band at the bottom. So for all the guys that tuck in, you're not going to see their nameplate. Mm-hmm. And not only is it down there, it's all lowercase. It doesn't say like McDavid with a capital M. It's all lowercase. It's just so they're, awful. They're just trying to be so cool, dude. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, and everybody's like, these are so sick. Uh, in what fucking world are those sick? I just don't get it. I don't know. Um, NHL skills. skills. Yep, yeah. fastest skater, one-timers, one-on-ones, hardest shot, stick handling, obstacle course, passing challenge, and the accuracy shooting. So yeah. we will see a uh, friend of the podcast. Terry Ryan made his pro hockey comeback as he signed a deal with the Newfoundland growlers in the ETHL at the tender age of 47, wearing number 14 elite logo for this. Have you seen the logo? Yeah. So they, they played the thunder. So I've, I'm like very familiar oh, with the game. Yeah. He ended up dropping the gloves in the contest, earning himself seven penalty minutes and ended the night with a nice ovation from the fans. He was the eighth overall pick in the 95 NHL draft by Montreal. Uh, you, I mean, he's on Chorzy, he's 10 inch cock. He's, he's been on our podcast. He's just, he's a, he's a guy that kind of just, I think he just loves life. You know what I mean? Like he, he takes advantage. He's an interesting cat. He's very well read literature. I mean, he, I think he writes poetry. He's just an interesting cat. It really is. And like I said, when we were on the interview with, when we had Tim Peel on the, the, I think he was on TSN for an extended interview. It's like eight, nine minutes. And he talked about his daughter and her friends mm-hmm. being able to see him at 13 and a core memory she'll always have. It just it just seems like a good guy. Yeah. And dude, like I know the coast isn't the NHL, but like it's still really fast hockey. And the fact yeah. that he was able to play in that game's insane. Yeah, for insane, sure. So good for him. Yep. Um, all right. So now we're going to dump and change much like the New England Patriots. See what Buddy, I'm here. Oh, that's great because I'm here for as a Raiders fan, I'm here for all the Patriots slander. Here we go. So Bill Belichick is out as the Patriots head coach GM after 24 seasons with the team. In his tenure, the team put up a record of thir- 333 and 178 and had 19 winning seasons, 17 division titles, nine Super Bowl appearances, and six Super Bowl titles. Super Bowl titles. Everyone calls him the best coach of all time. Look a little deeper though. Without Tom Brady, Belichick was uh, eighty-three and one hundred four. So uh, Juan Soto set a new record with the New York Yankees as a star outfielder signed a one-year, thirty-one million dollar contract. 
and will be a free agent again at the end of 24. They also picked on Marcus Stroman, so the Yankees kind of went out there and did what they needed to do. How does Major League Baseball have so much money? How do they? Did they make um, that? It's America's pastime, dude. Is it TV? It's got to be the TV deal, right? It's got to yeah, be. I think so. Um. Oh, this was weird. A report came out with the top five most stressful video games based on average heart rate increase over a 30-minute period while playing. Mm-hmm. Number five was Fortnite, with you increase uh, 26.56. Dark Souls, which I don't know what that is, you increase 28%. Call of Duty, almost, 20, almost 30%. Yeah, I see that. FIFA football, which I believe is soccer, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's thirty-one <laughs> percent. And then the number one, the number one increase is Mario Kart at thir- almost thirty-three percent heart increase. Heart, that's a lot. I feel like most people that are playing Mario Kart are fucked up when they play, so they're probably just like. I was just gonna out. say, I don't think I've ever played Mario Kart sober. So there yeah, you go, hundred percent. Oh, your boy James Dolan <clears throat> has been linked to Harvey Weinstein. In alleged sex traffic and abuse. We're going to say alleged a lot, just in mm-hmm. case, because I believe James Dolan is litigious. Uh, the CEO of MSG Entertainment, who also owns the Nixon Rangers, has been named in a suit filed last week over alleged incidents in 2014 and 15. Kelly Croft, who was working as a massage therapist, alleges that Dolan and Weinstein working together brought her to California to abuse her and set her up for a, quote, vicious attack by Weinstein. The suit also alleges that Dolan knew about Weinstein's crimes and sexual assaults, and at least in her case, helped facilitate these crimes. Both Dolan and Weinstein have denied these claims, and their lawyers say both look forward to being exonerated in court. Yeah, so I have a Rangers group chat, and this came out, and they sent it to us. My buddy's like, can we round up enough money to buy the Rangers? I'm like, dude, we don't have enough money to buy Nick Benito, bro. <laughs> like, your Rangers, dude. Be great, though. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine the morning skate buys the New York Rangers? Holy fuck. And then trade Adam Fox to the Bruins. Yeah, right. So uh, Buffalo-Pittsburgh game, uh, the wildcard game was moved to Monday due to weather uh, in Buffalo being, quote, unsafe conditions. The Bills put out a call for help offering $20 an hour along with food and warming areas for people to come shovel out the stadium. And they worked around the clock starting at 10 p.m. Saturday night. And they place was ready to go for monday kickoff at like 4 30 they didn't give him tickets if i was a bills fan though living in buffalo i would have gone so fucked up and done that to be able to yeah. be like i was on i would have asked for a ticket yeah let them just watch on the concourse they don't have to have a seat you know yeah. i just thought that was a miss uh this one the hawaiian island of Kauai encourages tourists to check out a dog out of the shelter for a day as part of a <laughs> uh a uh, uh, thing called the field trip for dogs program Having the dogs out and about gives them exercises and increases their chances of getting adopted by a local. I mean, that's a great idea, idea, right? Great idea. Yeah. That's what I put in there. I thought I saw that. I was like, what a nice idea. And I wonder if people actually who are there on vacation decide, because it's not like the dog has to go to quarantine coming from overseas. It's America. So I wonder if people take them home too. I bet you they do. They very well might. Um, How many of those dogs are named Kawhi? Um, Rangers talk it's really quick. They're two and oh in their last two games. Capo Caco in a second game back scored a goal, which was huge. Doesn't sound like that'd be a big deal, but he had like seven points all year before he got hurt, so maybe even less. Uh, so that was nice to get him back on the board. Um, I'm trying to think if there's really Goudreau's still else. wearing the whole thing. Nope, he got rid of it. Goudreau's visors away. 
Um, Larry Brooks said that, well, there was a picture of Filipino and Yarmir Yager over in Czechia. And he said that nobody told him this, but he's, he's kind of expecting Hedl to start skating and during the all-star break. So that'd be nice to have him back. Um, that's kind of what we have with that. I, I believe there's not really too much groundbreaking shit. Hopefully they win tonight, but we'll see. Um, all right. Well, the Bruins, the Bruins, they went out to St. Louis. They won in overtime. They then curb stomped New Jersey on Martin Luther King day, three to nothing. And they just beat Colorado tonight. So a nice little run for the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, from friend of the podcast, Kevin Paul DuPont, the Bruins are at 61 points now, 63 points. Uh, in 43, 44 games played, which he did the math. They can play 500 hockey for the remaining games on their schedule and finish with over 100 points. And there's no team in the new rules era that has not made the playoffs with 100 or more points. Okay. So I, I have one. I have one other. Boys, I have one other thing to talk about with the Rangers when you're done. Good. Oh, all right. Uh, and Olmark looks like he avoided some injury with skating today and was the backup tonight. Uh, but the bad news about the goalies is I think Jerry, Jeremy Swayman did not enjoy arbitration. He was asked in response to his earning that all-star nod. He said, after dealing with what I did this summer with arbitration, hearing things that a player should never hear, it feels pretty special to be in this situation. They say that all the time, that players shouldn't go to arbitration because the teams rip them to shreds. Yeah. And I wonder who it is from the team. Because if it's Don Sweeney, say, in this case, or Cam Neely, that's got to hurt at the negotiating table. It's got to feel like bad vibes. So I wonder if they have like a designated hammer, some guy who just goes in and crushes these guys at arbitration. You know what I mean? Wally from Dorchester, dude. It would make sense, though, to do it that way. Have someone else who's just like, look, man, I'm just reading the spreadsheet. Here it is. You know, Wally from Wooster, dude. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Go ahead with your New York thing. Oh, I just want to say Ryan Lindgren plays in his 300th game this year. So that's pretty nice, especially back when Brad Marchand said that he wasn't even going to have a career in the NHL. Nice to see. All right. Should have been a Bruin. Uh, Northeastern, the reigning national goalie of the year, Gwyneth Phillips, has been named to the awards watch list for this season and put a shout out in the opening round of the bean pot after coming on the pod. So that is the morning skate glow up in effect right there. Oh boy. Here we go. Uh, She also is now second all time in shutouts for Northeastern. And this stat, is interesting. So Phillips is top five in both goals against and save percentage in the country. But with the five other goalie, the four other goalies, she has played more than 750 minutes more than any of the other goalies. Right. What does that add up to? That's more than 12 games more than anyone else. So she's a workhorse on top of everything. Yeah. Uh, another friend of the pod, Taze Thompson, scored the only goal in the first round and uh, of the bean pot and achieved a new career high in goals. I don't, I couldn't find the numbers, but I think Taze has scored in every bean pot game she's played in. Interesting. She's a big time, bright light, big game player. player. Yep. Yeah. And then another friend of the pod, Northeastern alumni Alina Mueller, was named to the inaugural three-on-three showcase for the PWHL during NHL All-Star Weekend, so good on her. She had a good dish the other night. That they yeah, dude, she's filthy. The, there was an interview before, was it the Boston-Toronto game, I think? They were asking the coach, um, the Boston coach, like, oh, Alina Mueller, is she more of a setup person or a shooter? And the coach was like, yes. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. There's the uh, Northeastern. They play uh, UNH tomorrow night, Friday night. And then Tuesday at the Garden. Big deal. It's a big deal, man. 
Big deal, TD Garden. Um, All right, Beer League Hockey. All right, do you have any Beer League? Uh, So I might try to go skate tomorrow at uh, public skating. Just I might bring my daughter who's homesick, so I might as well just take her. Yeah. So – I haven't talked to the wife about this yet. There's a, my team has a game Sunday night. I think I might see if I can duck out, not play. I'm just going to bring like gloves, helmet, skates, because you have to wear a helmet to skate warmies mm-hmm. and just go out there for warm ups with the boys, be the vibes guy on the bench for the game, and then go out in between periods and, you know, chirp the other team, make, take a couple of shots, give the ref some shit, you know. I like that. Yeah, well, my, veteran, my veteran presence. So it'll be a nice surprise for any any of the. Now I'll know which of my teammates listen to the podcast and which don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, so they do like a pond hockey tournament in Saratoga every year. They have in the last couple of years, I don't think, because of like the weather and shit. Too, but yeah, they're having cool. one. They're having one next weekend. It's at SPAC, which is like where uh, the well, it's at the state park, which is by SPAC. Um, so it's not really a pond. Like they freeze like these lots. Oh, and so be consistent team, ice at least. It's teams of six to eight. Guess how much it costs to play in this tournament? Six to eight hundred, hundred bucks like each. Eleven hundred dollars. So it's like two hundred bucks a person. What do you get though? Nothing. You just get a couple games. You get literally nothing. It's insane. You get my guaranteed bu- two games, three games, something like that. Yeah, my buddy asked me to play, and I was like, "Yeah, dude." It was like, "How much am I going to owe you?" And he told me that. I'm like, "Absolutely fucking not." You bump your head. I'd rather go to a Rangers game. So wait, you don't get and, like, no, and no refunds. You don't get like shirts or hats or hoodies. Or I don't think so. A meal, drink tickets. No. So the one up and win up a sock. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you get drink tickets or anything like that, but I don't think you get anything. I think you just sign up. That's it. The one up and win up a sake, I don't remember what the price was, but you get like all kinds of swag. You get booze. They have music. They have a bar out in the ice. So. It's insane. Brownie, I think it'd be cheaper to play in Lake Placid, and that reminds me, dude, we should start doing a Lake Placid weekend. When is get it? a couple well, we'll have to look it up. They have Can Am tournaments. You get a, some of your guys, I get some of my guys. Anybody from the morning skates, welcome to come play if they want. We'll put us in the lowest division. We'll fucking drink beers, hang out, and have fun. All right. I'm up for that. We should we should that'd be a lot of fun, dude. Uh, I'll bring Alistair Poppycock. He'll end up with a concussion again, but I'll bring him. It'd be it would be it'd be fucking fun to do, but that's all I have for beer league. Um, right. Heroes and zeros. All right, heroes and zeros time. I have two heroes. My first hero is Ken. Oh, good one. I, I don't have to say anything else, Ken. And then my second hero is myself. Uh, you know how we were talking about resolutions being in the gym. I've gone per- every day, Monday through Friday since New Year's. So, and to and you, he Ked missed the Gwyneth Phillips interview because he would not adjust his gym schedule. Well, it's a resolution, dude. I can't let it. No, I, I was giving you credit, I wasn't giving you shit that time. All right, well, I appreciate when I, that, when I give you shit, it's when I use the word diary. Well. Well, I'm trying to better myself, dude. So I think those are both good heroes. I'm trying to think if I even have a zero. Um, Oh, yeah, dude. So I live in this apartment complex, and there is this crazy lady who comes around and just knocks on people's doors and shit. And a couple months ago, I don't know. I get really nervous when somebody knocks on my door. 
I don't know why. I don't know. Like if if I if I'm not expecting somebody and somebody knocks on my door, I automatically think I'm going to jail. I don't know why. Like immediately, I'm just like super paranoid. I'm like, oh my god, I smoked weed when I was 16. What's gonna happen? Like, like just crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. So this happened a couple months ago, where she like knocked on my door. I opened the door and she asked me if I had a nail, and I was like. Yeah, so I like she gave her. Learning with you? How old is this lady? No, she's older, yeah. but she, she does this, and like, dude, you can tell when she leaves her apartment and comes home, she's always like yelling outside. So the other day, I get home from work, I'm asleep around one o'clock. I hear bang, bang, bang on my door, and my couch is right next to my window. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look out, and she's right there. I'm like, nope, not doing that. Then she starts hammering the fucking doorbell, and I'm like, no, like, what are you doing? So I texted. Actually, I didn't even text him. My upstairs neighbor, he's cool. Guy's name's Jesse. He probably doesn't listen to this, but shout out to this guy. <laughs> big, big country, awesome dude. Text me and he's like, You're not gonna believe your favorite neighbor was making her rounds today. And I guess she went up there and fucking was bothering them too. Absolute wild card. Hate it. So okay, so I need to ask some questions here. Give me the setup. Is your hallway is it an internal hallway or an external hallway? No, it's an ex. Like I don't really have a hallway. It's like you walk to my door and you walk into my apartment. It's no, not no, like no, no, no. A, that's not what I'm asking. Like, so is it like uh uh from the uh, outside? From the outside, when you open the door, you're in my apartment. Right. So you open your door, your uh, apartment, and you're outside, like on a walkway or something. Yeah. Okay. So this lady could be mentally imbalanced. Could be a bunch of things. But I saw this. Could be meth. I think it's meth. Could be meth. I saw this video of this older woman who went to banging on this black guy's house Mm -hmm. yelling at him to turn off his lights they kept her up at night and i was watching this because i thought it was going to be some like psychopath karen situation right yep yeah the guy brought it around i forget the woman's name let's call her jill he was like jill look i get it if you're lonely and you want to hang out He's like, come on, you can hang out in the back. Me and the fellas are outside. Bring a bottle of wine. She was like 70 years old, and he was maybe 30. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's uh, the holidays are tough. You know, I get it. So if you want to hang out with us. And she started crying. And she was, she was just angry and lonely and scared. So maybe you and this neighbor, what's his name, Jesse? Yeah. So maybe you and Jesse get a sixer. You see this lady come out and you say, hey, man, I'm Jimmy. He's Jesse. What's your name? Do you want to have a drink? And this this is my resolution to look for the nice thing. So maybe, man, maybe the lady's just lonely. I'm telling you right now, there's a zero percent chance that that happens. But you don't know. You don't know that. No, I do. Because I'm saying zero. This is my positive outlook resolution. So yeah, your positive outlook could get me killed. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Well, when I come when I come for the uh, watch party. I'm gonna go find this neighbor and invite her to the bar. I don't know where she. That's the thing. I like that. Like we have this your apartment complex. Our apartment complex is pretty big. It's made up of like several buildings. Yeah, I don't know. I'm buildings. sure everyone knows where she is. If this is what she does, I don't know, dude. It's pretty fucking. And then the other upstairs neighbor, he he's already he's mentioned it too. Like, dude, it, there's some some weird chick going on here. So, uh, how much uh, longer is that lease? <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, that's that'd be my hero in zero. All right. Well, I only have one hero, no zero positive. Uh, if you see, do you, do you see this thing with Jason Kelsey? It's unclear if he's retiring. He probably is, and he's probably going to do it on his own podcast, which I don't blame him for doing that announcement. Um, mm-hmm. But he went. He goes to the McDonald's drive-through all the time. Uh, big shocker that an offensive lineman goes to the McDonald's drive-through all the time. But yeah. he he has a favorite employee. Uh, her name is Danielle Bonham, and he brought her a signed Philadelphia Kelsey jersey at the drive-through window and. 
they posted all over social media. Again, one of those things, right? Doesn't have to do it, but he did no. it. And that's such a nice thing. And imagine if she's working at the McDonald's drive-thru, you know how much, especially a Philadelphia McDonald's drive-thru, you know how much an Eagles jersey probably means to her? Yeah, seriously. So, so good on him. He didn't have to do that. Good on you. Yep. All right. Well, we only have one more segment. Three stars. Well, thanks to Terry Ryan's comeback, this is what three stars is going to be. What are three comebacks that you would like to see? I actually so, have a couple honorable mentions. Before we get into this, you know the joke, right? You ever watched um, uh, Parks and Rec? Yeah, with Kim, Kim Kardashian, Chris yeah, Pratt. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was going to use that, and I'm like, I'm sure Ked knows that one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead. Some honorable mentions. Um, cotton candy bubble yum. You ever have that? It was like blue and pink. It was unbelievable. It was cotton candy bubble gum. It was so good. Interesting. That, that's discontinued. I looked up discontinued things. Um, Do you know and, that I I I won't play hot? Oh wait, you said bubble yum. It's gum, but that's what it was called. No, I know what bubble yum is. Yeah, I was saying I I thought you said something else because I I won't play hockey without watermelon bubblelicious. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to start doing that. I think you should. Um, and then Altoid sours, like the sour Altoids that oh, were like. Why would you want a sour Altoid? They were good. The orange ones were fire, dude. They were really good. Really? Yeah. Mm. Um, so my third star. Wait, wait, let me do my honorable mentions. My honorable okay. mentions are uh the office. I would love to see the original that was gonna be office. that was gonna I mean, be one of mine, but in the current climate, it would be awful. Oh, that's fair. And then my other one is uh Oasis. Just put it put put it all behind you guys. That 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 uh <laughs> what dude oasis that first album by Oasis was lights out top to bottom. I'd like to see them give it another go. I got it. What's their top songs? Hold on. Well, they're probably Wonderwall. Their, that's their big hit. That was their commercial. You're my hit. Wonderwall. That's the you want. Yeah, them, what's the, you so want, that album? What's the story? Yeah, you want those guys to come back. What's the story? Morning Glory was an excellent album, top to bottom. All right, dude. I also had Lauren Hill and the Fugees too as another honorable mention. I didn't even think about bands and music. That probably would have been a good one. Um, yeah, my third, three. 3D Doritos. What? You ever have these? No. They were like uh like you know like um like a movie about Doritos? No, 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 no. You know like those uh you know Cheez Its. Have you had like the Cheez Its the puffs ones? The Cheez Its. Yeah, puffs? I don't like I like crunchy. They had like a Dorito puff, but it came it was like a triangle, but it was like 3D. They were they were so good, dude. Ooh, they were 3D. unbelievable. 3D Doritos. That would be my third star. They were they were unbelievable. All right. Um I don't. I, I don't, mean, that uh, just reminds me of being a kid going to summer camp with a fucking thing packed with, full of like blue Gatorade, 3D Doritos, and like a tuna sandwich, dude. That was that was it. That was the tits. That was living. All right, man. Uh, my number three is uh, I would have loved, and this is there's two different TV shows. I would have loved for one more season of both Lost and The Wire. The Wire would have been cool. I never watched Lost, oh, but so The good. Wire would have been cool. Lost was like my favorite TV show of all time. I think I recently just watched The Liar. Was it this summer? That that show. Yeah, I remember you were talking about that. Actually, it's a good one. Vaguely, it's a really good one. Uh, my second star, Cream Savers. What? You never had Cream Savers, dude? It's all candy. 
This one's a candy. The other one was a chip. Little fat boy Jimmy's trying to break out. Cream Cream savers were unbelievable, dude. You never had cream savers? You gotta look up. Sexual and weird to me. They were so fucking good, dude. Wait, is that the little? Is that the little brown things with the white in the middle, like caramels? No, those are. No, I know what you're talking about. These were like, I think they were strawberry. They're like strawberry and white, like circular, like candies. They were unbelievable. I don't know. Sorry, man. Uh, my number two star is, is a two is a twofer. Actually, it's a fourfer. Now that I think of it, oh, I would like the like the what was it called? The Attitude Era WWE. Oh, that's a good one, dude. And so originally, I was like, I'd like to see The Rock come back, but he comes back, and then I was like, oh, and Stone Cold, oh, and uh, Undertaker, oh, and Mick Foley, and then Generation X, yeah, then D Generation X, yeah, yeah. Road Dog, like all. Oh, like those guys, oh, that was I loved wrestling was so much fun then. That was that's a good one, Brandon. So much fun. Wrestling was like how many, how many people watch wrestling growing up? If you oh, if you everybody. if you take I feel like if you take a room of twelve, if you take a room of fifteen, eight to twelve year olds currently, and you ask oh, them if now? you watch if you watch wrestling, how many of them say yes? I don't know right now. I would hope it's at least six. <laughs> Well, first off, I don't think you should be in a room with 15, 18. Well, no, well, no, I'm just saying like, okay, back, back in my day, I see, I, I don't know. It's weird. Cause I feel like if you watch wrestling, like you watch wrestling, but if you didn't watch wrestling, you didn't. Well, now it's hard because everything's on pay-per-view and stuff, you know, um, the WWE network. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, but that wasn't, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, it's probably fucking Peacock. Um, yeah, when I was in high school, <laughs> so I was on the wrestling team, like l- real wrestling, mm-hmm. and I had a poster in my wrestling locker, which went right up my coach's ass of Junkyard Dog, and every year at the end of the year, I hung it up freshman year, and he was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, JYD, bro, and he was like, oh, I don't like you, and every year at the end of the year, I'd very carefully take it down and then hang it back up the following year. Oh, he by the time I was a senior year, by the time senior year came around, he was like, Did you see the match? Bring that dog kick the ass. I'm like, that's right, coach. <laughs> I have I have another honorable mention that I just thought of. But it would have been really cool at the end of the Lion King if Scar was had Simba on the ropes and was like, I'm gonna fuck you up. And then somehow, some way Mufasa came out of the woodwork, dude. Is Mufasa the dad? Yeah, who died. But like maybe he didn't really die. Like that oh. would have been as a kid, holy shit, he's back. Like yeah. that would have been yeah. Must watch stuff. My number one star. Malls, dude. There's malls still. And it's not the same. It's it's, it's the not because you're older. No, it's not the same because there's no McDonald's in the food court. It's not the same because there's oh. no Orange Julius in the food court. It's not the same because only 12 people go to the mall every day. It's not the same because Black Friday is different. The mall as a kid growing up when I grew up was fucking awesome dude and now like kids don't get to experience that dude so, they don't so a couple of weeks ago we had some friends over uh who a kid who he's older he's like he's pushing 30 now i coached him years ago but we're still friends him and his girlfriend his mom came over they know riley and everything they're they're when they come over they're here to like two in the morning just like people that just great people right mm-hmm. and we were talking about like uh trends and stuff from like the 80s and like malls and everything yeah. like that and his mom was like oh we used to peg our pants and she was showing him how we rolled our pants up yeah. and i was like oh we should bring back the spot built coaches shoes do you know what those are no 
So if anyone out there listening is like older, they would know these. So coaches spot uh spot built coaches shoes were like the coolest sneakers shoes that you could have back. I thought in like they were the like 90s. I thought they were like the PF Flyers. I thought those were like the cool. No, ones. no, no. So because we had this whole conversation um about uh sneakers and stuff because i for christmas i got a gift card i'm getting my first pair of air jordans i am very excited about this uh and then we because and he's like a sneaker head so we started talking about all this stuff and i showed him these and he's like what the fuck are those i'm trying to find a pic yeah these are are those they were in white or black both uh yeah let's see if we can fuck oh my god dude can you see him yeah bro (laughs) <laughs> they look they look like they look like the cleats that the unathletic kids wear at youth sports. They were those and they were in all black and your tongues had to be perfectly straight. Oh, so funny. I, I just came up with another one and this is a good one. Good. I would I would like to bring Blockbuster back just because there are way too many streaming services now. And do you uh, remember the thrill of going to Blockbuster and picking out a movie? And if your movie was or a video movie. game? Yeah. Like, okay, dude, I only have six days to beat this video game. Yeah. Like the like Blockbuster was sick, dude. And then Netflix came. Now they're the just very the very last Blockbuster. Uh, the very last Blockbuster just recently closed. I think it was out in like uh Portland, Oregon area. Are there still red boxes? Is that still a thing? I, you know what's funny that you say that? I got a uh, email from Redbox because you know they have a streaming service, and they're like, "Hey, uh, one oh, they three, have a streaming service now. They have a streaming service, but they I got an email like within the last few days, and it was like discount at the box, and I'm like, what? They still have those boxes? Like I I don't know where the one is, and now I'm like, oh, how cheap am I? Am I going to try to take advantage of the discount and go find this fucking box? You know, it's oh like a treasure hunt. God. So, so anyways, my number one, you know what my number one is. The big rumor right now in and around the New England area is that Patrice Bergeron has been skating. With one the hour and 50 seconds. <laughs> He's been uh, skating with the alumni and uh, he, um, everyone is taking that as he's getting ready to make a comeback in like February. So hopefully, but remember, if it does happen, I said it at the beginning of this season that he could come back next year. So I thought about putting Hank on mine, but like so many things would have had to have aligned for that to have had happened. Like for Hank. somebody, yeah. Henry Clumquist for like, come back now. Well, like I'm thinking in a perfect world where he's awesome. Oh. And he was like where he was before. Like Shesterkin gets hurt quick, gets hurt. They don't know what to do. Don't worry. Henry Clumquist has been training the last four years. Got, he's better than what he Isn't was. Louis Domingo still in the mind. Yeah. He almost got in a fight the other night. I saw I that. Saw he that. wanted yeah. it. Yeah. He yeah. wanted it for sure. So yeah, I comebacks. I we should hey, listen. If you're, we should put this up as uh as something online, and be like, you know, we should put up like some of the things we said for comebacks, not the Bergeron stuff, but like the funnier stuff, like the stuff that like like your candies or the mall and stuff, and just be like, tell us yours, because I bet you would get some wild stuff. Yeah, or I mean, we're gonna we get a thousand just, people saying the Kardashian joke. We but. could even, I could literally just put a picture up with just words where it'd be like, "What would be the one hockey comeback you'd like to see?" Which oh, is relevant because of the Terry Ryan thing, but yeah, yeah. I wonder who, like a Barry Sanders, like who walked away at the top of their game, or Eric Lindros comes back and his concussions went away to see what type of player he would have been. Holy right, no, fuck! No, no, take that out of it. Like who, who's retired right now? That could probably still give you twelve minutes. You know what I mean? Dustin I Bufflin. Again, look could. Dustin Bufflin would be my number one. Probably. Well, he still plays in that beauty league, right? I think no, he's like a pro fisherman now. 
No, I know, but he played, I think, last summer in the Beauty League. In Minnesota. I don't know. Joe, Joe Thorne probably gave you 12 minutes a night. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm saying, I don't know. There's yeah, no man. way Joe Thorne would be any less effective than Nick Benino. <laughs> what, Although what Nick Benino blocks shots, right dude. Now. He leads the league in he leads the league in block shots. What's your what's your Nicky Bones issue tonight? Nothing. There's no Nicky Bones issue. I'm just saying, like, I'm thinking about the Rangers. I think Joe Thorne would probably have a little bit more of an impact on a game. Are you wearing a Jeremy Roenick sweatshirt? <laughs> yeah, dude. I bought this a couple years ago. He has a Jeremy Roenick hockey school JR97. Never went there, but I supported him. Never came right. on the pod. So Maybe he will now because Peeler was on. That would be kind of nice. Never know. That would be special. Uh, before we go to also, I don't know all the lineups, all the mismatches, all the ma- I mean matchups. But my hope for the Super Bowl is Bills Lions. I just oh, want to put it out there. I want that. So my buddy Dakota is a big Lions fan, so I'm hoping that they end up. And I love their coach, so that be. I want. Oh yeah, I want to see. He's he's the John Tortorello of the NFL. I want to see. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs just get walloped in Buffalo this year, this weekend. Nice, I mean. And Who I do they play? Oh, they play the Bills, don't they? They play at Buffalo. Yeah. Rematch. Yeah. Well, coin, to- coin, coin toss. KC's never, never played. I don't think they've ever had a playoff game at Buffalo. So All that'll right. be nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, yeah, that's, that's what we have. Uh, Key Sparking Water. KeySparkingWater.com. TMS24 saves you 20%. Brownie. What else? Tuesday. Bean pot, first time ever, women playing at the TD Garden. We have a special episode out this weekend with a couple of key people that have helped get this to where it's at. So that'll be key nice. Key people, key sparkling water. Oh, there key you go. Key sparkling water, key people. Oh, maybe if if uh, my goodie bag shows up, I'll introduce key. I'll, I'll do an ad read on Saturday. Um, and as always, Jerome McGinley, wherever you are, you big, beautiful bastard. I hope you're doing well, and we'd love to have you on the pod at some point. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. That was episode 314. We will talk to you guys soon.